Hi, I'm Max Damaris, a 2022 Mariah's Challenge scholarship winner. And here's what Mariah's Challenge means to me. It means staying true to myself and not giving in to peer pressure. It means saying no to underage drinking and never getting into a vehicle with a driver who is impaired. It means setting a positive example for the generations that follow. It means growing old and helping others do the same. I'm Max Damaris, and I accept Mariah's Challenge. I hope you join me and show that you too are beaut tough. Hey everybody, before we get started, I just want to let you know that the Butte 13-14 Junior League All-Star Baseball team captured the Montana State Championship Sunday with a dramatic extra inning win over Laurel at Three Legends Stadium. The victory sends the boys of Butte to the Western Regional Junior Tournament, which runs August 2nd through 10th in Bend, Oregon. You can be part of the team. Help support the boys on their quest to qualify for the World Series. Donations can be made on Venmo at Mile High Little League. Team members are Bryson Hibbert, Calvin Cunningham, Camden Ingraham, David Horner, Hugh O'Brien, Cody Kirsten, Miles Choquette, Noah Powers, Sawyer Casey, Tegan Duffy, Trey Hollow, and Tucker Kissel. Coaches are Mike Duffy, Chad Powers, and Joe O'Brien. In Oregon, the Butte boys will compete against champions from Alaska, Arizona, Hawaii, Idaho, Nevada, Northern California, Southern California, Oregon, Utah, and the host team. Butte will open with Alaska on August 2nd. The winning team will represent the Western Region in the Junior League Baseball World Series August 13th through 20th in Taylor, Michigan. For more information on how to donate, go to ButteCast.com. Today's podcast is presented by Lescavar Honda of Butte. Before we get the show started, I want to tell you a little bit about my Lescavar experience. Not that long ago, my wife and I were in the market for a safe and reliable Honda so we can have some peace of mind as our daughter goes out of town for college. We shopped around and shopped online, but we found nothing but cars with high mileage, high stickers, and no warranty at all. I thought Lescavars would be a little bit too expensive, but we stopped there anyway. To my surprise, we found a 2018 Honda Civic right away. The car had low miles and a reasonable sticker price. We talked to Mike Beckman and I asked... Hey, by chance, is there any kind of warranty on this car at all? I expected him to say, get out of here. Instead, he said, yeah, of course. 20 years, 200,000 miles. And I said, what? Get out of here. For a used car? Absolutely. A little later that afternoon, our daughter drove home with her new car, and my wife and I have had peace of mind ever since. As we drove away, we looked at each other and said, why would we go anywhere else? The answer is, we won't. We're less of our customers for life. Lescavar Honda is now a proud sponsor of the Buttecast and the Athletes of the Week. Lescavar Honda, home of the 20-year, 200,000-mile warranty. Now, let's get the show started. Welcome to the Buttecast with Bill Foley. It's a podcast about the greatest city in the world, Butte America. Amen. Let's meet the people and characters who make Butte the richest hill on earth. Now, here's my dad, Bill Foley. Jeanette Capus isn't quite as crazy as her mother, Carol Heim. Not many are. By the way, that is a good kind of crazy. Crazy with two E's. Jeanette, though, is definitely carrying on her mother's legacy as third-generation owner of Crazy Carol's Casino and Mill Bar in Butte. Dennis John Nettles and Carol put together a great advertising run years ago, promoting Crazy Carol's as the segrevious place on the shores of beautiful Lake Berkeley. Today, Crazy Carol's is still going strong, even though it is one of the last of the neighborhood bars and casinos. 
Listen in as Jeanette gives us some history on the bar, which joined her family when her grandparents decided to move from their Elk Park dairy farm to run the bar on the corner of Walnut and Hayes. Listen as she talks about working with her mother and eventually taking over as the owner of the family business. Listen as she talks about the family atmosphere that makes Crazy Carols still so grievous after all these years. You might notice in this conversation how Jeanette talks about supporting other local businesses in town. I encourage you to do the same. Please support our sponsors because they are the ones bringing us these fun conversations. Tell them you heard them on the Buttecast. Later this week, I plan to head to Missoula to talk with former Butte High and University of Montana star football player Glenn Welsh, a Montana officiating legend. Glenn is one of those officials you just don't want to mess with, and I really am looking forward to getting to know him a little better. Now, though, sit back and enjoy as we get to know a Butte woman who is carrying on a segrevious tradition. Jeanette Capus. Did you spend a lot of time here at Crazy Carol's while I was in Mill Bar when you were a kid? I did. Um, my grandparents lived upstairs, yeah. and they had an apartment, and I would walk here after school, and um, I remember out in the bar, there was a candy case, and um, the customers used to let me go and pick out a candy bar. <laughs> And my grandma would say, go ahead and take the candy bar because she wanted the the quarter ring up yeah. for the candy bar <laughs> back in the day, I remember. And then just being, I mean, out in our parking lot was her garden and she grew strawberries. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did so it was really amazing. Were you really good at pool being able to go to a hangout at a bar um, at a young age not that you were hanging out at a bar right like that but did you get a we played like around um uh, often my grandma would use the pool table to put a um um a plywood piece of plywood on it and put out salads and a whole display of food <laughs> for everybody coming yeah. in because they used to dance in the bar oh really mm-hmm a lot of dancing, mm-hmm. and and this is uh, this was kind of unique a, a thing now. It's but it wasn't then. It's a neighborhood bar, right? There's not a lot of them left. No, no, mm-hmm. we are the last of the little guys here on Walnut Street. There are not a lot of places that are still open. They're all yeah. boarded up. So we're very fortunate to be open. Yeah, and this has been in your family. Which amazing thing was in the fifties, right? Is that when you're the early sixties? Early sixties. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. and but how long was the mill bar been here? The Sagers the, had it back in yeah. the thirties. Okay. So. And my grandparents bought it from the Sagers. Oh, so it's um, they were dairy farmers up in the day um, in Elk Park, yeah. and my grandpa got burnt really bad on his neck. So. They had they relocated and bought the mill bar, and I remember um, there was a dirt road out here on um, um, it would have been um, Hayes Street, and the miners used to walk down the dirt road and get buckets of beer. Buckets of beer. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Huh? Mm-hmm. You weren't very old then. No. 
yeah, that's. Uh, I wish I could go back. Of course, you know the time machine to just to visit times of Butte. Like my grandpa telling me about the times when the miners would walk down Main Street when they got off their shift and they'd be shoulder to shoulder and you know, mm-hmm. you, you know took up the whole whole street. Wouldn't that be going neat? down to see that? And, but you, and of course, then there were mines all over. Mm-hmm. You know, and just right up the hill from here. Right. You know, where the pit the pit ate a few of the mines. Yep, it sure did. And uh, so it would be cool to see that and. And a lot of the miners, the first thing they did was went to a bar, mm-hmm. cashed their checks, mm-hmm. and probably spent a good portion of those they checks at the bar. They probably did. Yeah. If the walls could talk, they would yeah. tell so many stories. Yeah, isn't, isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. That this place, so it's been since the, the at least the 30s. Then, mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That this has been here. Really? And your, your grandparents, they're... Uh, they lived in Elk Park. Their last name was Galetti, is that? Yes, Sylvia and Seb Galetti. Yeah, and uh, Elk Park, I can't imagine how, you know, it's beautiful this time of year. I'd love to live up there right now. I know. But I couldn't imagine being there in January, no. December. No, Because it's, you don't even like driving through there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they snow. used to take the bus to school or walk, and you hear all kinds of stories how bitter cold the winter was. Yeah. Up there. Is that where your mom grew up, up there? Mm-hmm. Up in Elk Park. And my Uncle Gary and my Aunt Sharon, Sylvia and Sid had three kids. Mm-hmm. Gary, Sylvia, and Carol, or not Sylvia, Gary, Sharon, and Carol, my mother. Then yeah. you have to be tough to come from Elk Park, I Yes, imagine. yes. You, know, you have to be tough. And they're Italian, so they were all tough. Yeah. Tough opinionated Italians. <laughs> <laughs> and you have a cousin, Sean Galetti. Mm-hmm. Is that the one that's my age? Almost, about, yes. about 50? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's the one we used to joke, Matt Vince and I, we called uh, Butte High the curse of Sean Galetti. Mm-hmm. Because he had the, he was back to punt, and they had Central made him punt the ball over and over. Right? And eventually Coach Mack told him to just run around, and he didn't have a fake punt in there. He just told him to run around and kill the clock. He ran around the corner, and there was a <laughs> wide open space. He went for a touchdown. So the big fight was... Can you believe the Bulldogs faked a punt to score a touchdown to win 62 to 20? That would be Sean. But it was, you know, it was yeah. just, just a kid doing it. You can't fault yeah. the kid no. at all. But, uh, yeah, so I always re- we always uh, jokingly referred to Butte High not winning the title since that that year as the curse of Sean Gillette. Right, Even right. though it didn't really make a lot of sense because they won it that that year. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted yeah. to win it, but then they canceled the Butte High Butte Central game, and they didn't win it again until until. People remember that. I yeah. get that when people see that our name was Gletty, yeah. they bring up Sean. Do they really? So they, they remember it. Yeah. it. It sits well in people's <laughs> memories. I haven't seen Sean in forever. Is he? Um, he's out in Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, he is, um, I don't think it's the FBI, or maybe it is the FBI, mm-hmm. but he's some type of mm-hmm. um, person that, protects a lot of things that we can't know about yeah that's so, all i know so is. we probably shouldn't have been joking about the jersey because <laughs> he could make us he, he could make he us could, disappear right right <laughs> <laughs> although he was always a pretty nice kid I, but he's doing really good yeah mm-hmm. yeah and now you've been in charge of this of, of this place this uh i love it. it's crazy carol's casino in millbar mm-hmm and uh, it's what's how long you've been in charge of it now? Several years now, right? 1998 is when I came. That's when you came back. Mm-hmm. And it opened in 1992. Yeah. And so I came back. And at the time, my mom had two casinos. 
she had another crazies over I behind that, Bush yeah. Street, behind Arby's. Yeah. And so she was getting sick, and um, she wanted me to come up and help her, and I knew nothing, uh-huh. nothing about <laughs> casinos. I knew how to play the machines, yeah, but I didn't know anything about the operations. Yeah. And your mom, uh, what was she like? Because I know her from the radio commercials. Yeah. You know, she uh, you know, the... Her and Dennis John Nettles came up with the Segrevious, mm-hmm. which is one of the funny, you know, mm-hmm. I remember Dr. Farron talking about that. Yeah. Did you hear that word, Segrevious? What does that mean? He was right. trying to, to quiz me on it. He did come up with it. Dennis John labeled our casino Segrevious, and um, we've used that word. We still use it today, but my mom was a spitfire. Yeah. Um, you knew when she arrived in the room. Oh, really? Yeah. She was just kind of had that unique, loud voice mm-hmm. that um, carried. And she, she, she made a presence. Yeah. You knew she had arrived. And she gambled most of her life, so she knew what gamblers wanted and what to expect. Yeah. So she thought she'd open up a casino with all of her knowledge. And um, back in 1992, she turned half of the bar into a casino, actually a quarter of it. Yeah. And then it did so well that they turned half of it into a casino. But Bill, back then in 1992, she was only one of eight, only eight casinos in Butte. And now there seems like there's another casino every time you turn around. Mm-hmm. I think just driving down on the radio, I heard I heard two casinos claiming to be the best. Yep, yep. <laughs> that I never even heard of them before. You, they're they're everywhere. They're yeah. everywhere. We're just saturated, yeah. and you don't see mom and pop ones. Um, you know, you just you don't see it anymore. So that's why this place continues to be a special place on the map. Yeah. Yeah, and oh, I, that's funny. I showed you the letter to the editor that your mom wrote. I'd, 86 or 87, I have to look up what the date was. But she was gambling in Anaconda at a casino. Mm-hmm. And she hit, I think she said she put, you know, like 100, 120 bucks in. Mm-hmm. And eventually it hit and she won 200. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're only, you're netting 80, which is still pretty nice. Right. But the manager of the casino goes over and unplugs the machine. Right, right. Then <laughs> and the there. said, Said I already paid six hundred out in this machine today. I'm not paying anymore. Right. And then someone wanted a different machine, and the manager runs over and does the same thing. <laughs> so I, I, I wonder, you know, I have to wonder if uh, part of that experience that she went through, you know, helped her want to create the ideal casino that she would want to be mm-hmm. part of. I'm sure it did. Yeah. I'm sure she took lots of bits and pieces, what she liked, what she didn't like. And brought it over here to Walnut Street because she had a vision, a vision on what a player should have. She would always say that um, no player should have to get up out of their seat. At the time, there was smoking. Yeah. And you had to make sure that ashtray was emptied and that they had the drink or anything to eat that they wanted back in the day. And so... She really catered 
and we still cater to our customers today. Yeah. Yeah. See on Facebook, would you guys have a pretty good Facebook presence where you talk about the food that's going to be there mm-hmm. each day, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not much of a gambler, but I get hungry and I see when I see those ads right, <laughs> or you right. post on Facebook. We, we offer free lunch every day at 12 o'clock. We've been doing that since we opened. Mm-hmm. Um, and we catered in like um, today, we had tacos. Really? From um, El Taco today. So you know yeah. we're supporting the local people, um, and so and each day it's something different. Yeah. And you see donuts and everything too. Yeah, town tuck donuts. So it's it's got to have those. You guys are busy. Yeah, yeah. Because you're you're pretty much going. Morning, noon, and night around yep, here. Yep, yep. Um, we close at 12.30 on weeknights, and on Friday and Saturday, we close at 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, do you ever get a day off? Oh, yeah. yeah. I get a day off. Deb doesn't get a day off. Deb, Deb, Deb works Deb, all the time. Deb huh? runs the casino now and has for eight years, and she doesn't get a day off. <laughs> she just works like crazy, huh? Sundays, sometimes Sundays. Yeah, she works like crazy. Yeah. Well, it, it seems fitting for the name of the place. She's yeah. Crazy. She's crazy. She matches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How did your mom get the nickname Crazy Carol? Um, everybody just, she had that exuberant larger than life personality so everyone i i I, they just started calling her crazy (laughs) crazy was it something that was for a long time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it wasn't it wasn't like a marketing thing that they came up no no she was known as crazy carol in a good way yeah not in a bad way not in a lunatic kooky way yeah but in a good way a good kind of fun a good kind of crazy which there is such a thing. Like my buddy, that's why I always reclaim, or explain my buddy Jay Bickford. He, mm-hmm. was, he was a good kind of crazy. Yes. <laughs> yes. He was a good guy. And that's so your mom, even pretty young, she was crazy, Carol. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Always had that personality. Yeah, and, and she didn't shy away from that nickname at all either. No. She, she, she embraced it. Yeah. Yeah. She embraced it. Which was, uh, and her commercials, you know, I wonder how much. She wrote them, or Dennis John wrote them, you know, when they were doing a radio commercial. But I remember listening to that year for years, talking about the shores of Lake Berkeley. So that was the first one, first person I ever heard call it Lake Berkeley. Right, right. You know, as you know, it's pretty f- funny term. Right, you know, for they a refer super fun that site. we're yeah. on the shore yeah. of Lake Berkeley. Yeah, yeah, they still think that today. Um, <laughs> we're right off the shore of Lake Berkeley. So I think Dennis came up with that one too. Was that that Dennis? Back in the day. But he used to write the commercials. And my mom and my niece, Kaylin, she was three at the time. She would um, record him and they used to have to tell her what to say. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they tell her what to say. Now yeah. she's 30, 32. Yeah. So it's been a couple of years mm-hmm. since she did that. Yeah. So do you like this? Do you like being having the casino in the bar i do um mainly because we have such an amazing team here nobody ever leaves um we're all a big family um and through the years we have really had some amazing people yeah and i like giving and 
helping other people. And I really like that my grandparents' legacy lives on yeah. through Butte. That um, they were dairy farmers, and that's how it became a barn. Congratulations to this week's Lescovar Honda Athletes of the Week, Calvin Cunningham and Maddie Steppen. Cunningham takes home the boys' honor after helping lead the Butte All-Stars to their fourth straight Montana Little League Junior Division title. The soon-to-be eighth grader at East Middle School singled in Tegan Duffy with the winning run as the Butte boys walked off with a 9-8 win over Laurel in the eighth inning Sunday at Three Legends Stadium. On Saturday night, Cunningham went 4-for-4 at the dish and picked up the win on the bump as Butte secured a berth in the title game with a 15-8 beating of Laurel. Cunningham and his teammates will represent the Mining City in the Western Region Junior Tournament August 2nd through 10th in Bend, Oregon. Steppen receives a girl's honor because of her hard work and demonstration of great leadership while playing for the 14U Mining City Magic softball program this summer. Her coaches say that she always played hard and aggressive as a catcher, throwing out several girls at second base this season. The soon-to-be sophomore at Butte High was also a leader at the plate with a batting average of 385. Congratulations, Calvin and Maddie, and thank you, Lescovar Honda, for supporting the hardworking student-athletes of the Mining City. Hey, Butte America, Jeremiah Shields here at Lescovar Honda with some fantastic news. For the month of July, when you bring your vehicle in for a detail, we will give your vehicle a fresh coat of wax at no extra charge. That's a $50 savings, folks. Need a windshield or paintless dent repair? Take $50 off. Have a chip in the windshield? Just $20 a chip. At Lescovar Honda, we got you. Stop on down and see us. Lescovar Honda. Are you looking for a place to host a special event or a party? Or just looking for a drink served by the best mixologist in town? Look no further than 51 Below Speakeasy and Casino. Take a step back in time and enjoy some of our signature cocktails such as an Old Fashioned or a Pink Mate. Stop in for happy hour Monday through Thursday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. and 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Friday and Saturday for $2 cans of your favorite beer or two for five seltzers or oil mixers. Or try one of our tap beers for just $5 along with weekly specialty cocktails. Located underneath the Miner's Hotel, where Butte locals receive a 20% discount on rooms, 51 Below has live music every Friday night. So stop by 51 Below Speakeasy and Casino for a good time with good friends and great drinks. And don't forget to dial 5. Lockmer Plumbing is more than Butte's complete union plumbing shop. Whether it is sponsoring Little League Baseball, High School Athletics, Montana Tech, Youth Racing, 4-H, Mining City Christmas, Action Inc.'s Homeless Solution Program, Head Start, or Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Butte, Lockmer Plumbing is always looking out for the people of the Mining City. Owned and operated by Troy and Amy Lockmer since 2002, Lockmer Plumbing can handle all your residential, commercial, and industrial plumbing needs as well as making repairs and installations on all plumbing and boiler systems. In the heart of Uptown Butte, Lockmer Plumbing can also assist on new construction and planning for your new home or development. Call 406-782-2224 or visit LockmerPlumbing.com today. Lockmer Plumbing has your pipes covered and so much more. This message is brought to you by Anode Designs in Anaconda. I know what you're all thinking. Foley, you twit. Why are you letting this Anaconda hack get connected with the Butte cast? Well, folks, money talks. Anno Designs is a printing and direct-to-garment shop in Anaconda, but that's not all we do. We actually specialize in embroidery and graphic design. We also dabble in sign creation and vinyl banners, also decals for your motor vehicles. Now, there are so many great options for screen printers out there. Take 5518, for example. You all know the work John and company do in Butte. 
And like me, they support local guys like this who started a podcast. Really original. But if your current printer is too busy to get your job done in a timely fashion, why not give us a try? For a limited time only, all new businesses who place an order with Anode Designs will get their screen, embroidery, and graphic design origination fees waived. Just call 406-563-0121 or email anodedesignsllc at gmail.com and use the code FOLEYWHO during the consultation. Anode Designs is a proud supporter of the Buttecast and is pushing hard to get more Anaconda talent on the show. Don't just take it from me. Listen to the buttery smooth voice of a Butte legend tell you. There's two things we like about Butte. It's 24 miles away and Tom O'Neill. Welcome to Copperhead Country. So um, we turned it into a dairy barn to carry on my grandma and grandpa's legacy up in Elk Park. And that's what they built, uh, the barn. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, the barn came back in 2006. Oh, oh, oh the barn mm-hmm. hasn't been always. Okay. No. So I'm no. a hill kid. I, I never spent a whole lot of time I can down show you a picture of what it yeah. used to look like, but it was yeah. a brown and white building. And so, so you added in 2006 the mm-hmm. barn, which yep. is pretty nice touch. It's. We wanted to keep their legacy alive, and, um, you know, it has different characters throughout the barn and different sayings. Yeah. And so it really does tell a story. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I, you, I've seen the picture, you know, a lot of times. But yeah, it's, it's, it is off of the beaten path, mm-hmm. which is which is uh, you, you're coming here. You don't you don't just accidentally drive by here very often. No, no, you, you have to in the neighborhood. You have to know that this is where you want to go, which works out great for people who don't want to be found, who want yeah. to go gamble, because sometimes. You just don't want to have anybody know where you're at. Yeah. So for that, it works out really, really well because um, we're kind of hidden. Yeah. And you just can't drive by and see who's here. Yeah. You know. And that seems like when you talk to, uh, like when you went to Vegas, like to gamble, the locals would always tell you, don't go on the strip. Mm-hmm. You know, go off the strip. You right. Know, and you talk to locals or, or uh, tourists when they come to town, they're looking for something that's off the path, mm-hmm. you know, off the, off Harrison Avenue and stuff. Where the locals go. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly what, what this place is. It is. It is. It's, it's a diamond in the rough. <laughs> we're over here kind of by ourselves, but we're going strong. You know, it's Butte has yeah. been Butte and all of the whole entire area has been really good to us. Um, but we, we love, love our customers. You know, we like to think we roll out the red carpet for them and treat them the very best we can. So they have the very best experience. Yeah. And you guys, and you'll love to see winners too. Mm -hmm. As like, uh, as uh, your letter that your mom wrote, Right. they didn't want to see winners, but without winners, there's no casinos, right? There's no casino. <laughs> casino you want, all the time, you right? want to have winners. And um, we have some billboards around town that says winning in motion. Yeah. Um, we like that. We like it when people come in and they hit something. It makes them feel good. They're happy yeah. and they're having fun. Yeah. And so um, we, you got to have winners if you're <laughs> going to have players. That's yeah. just the way it is. So... We celebrate with them, and it's fun. Yeah. Do you have quite a bit of winners every day? We do. Yeah. Because, uh, well, the machines is like, 
Yeah, I'm not even sure how the, the computers work on that. I just remember when I, I haven't played a ton of them, but I remember one time I was thinking, I, I discarded on accident. I hit, it's, it kept the two jacks on the, you know, and I just hit the button instead of discarding one. And, the, and then the card that came up would have been the Royal Flush. Mm-hmm. I accidentally got rid of the other cards, mm-hmm. you know, kept two jacks. And, uh, you know, I was, I was 18 when I first started gambling. And I was always wondering if, that card would have came up mm-hmm. if, or if it would just would have, if there's a time when you're going to be a winner or not. So, you know, for, I was kicking myself for, for weeks, right? you know, not knowing uh, that if I had that. that. So, but they're programmed pretty, they're, they, they pay off. They have to pay off so much. They right? do. They do. They're mandated by the state. Um, yeah. they've got to pay out so much. Um, usually I'm told and, you know, um, through the years, talking to programmers that on a Kino machine, um, if you get off those numbers, they would have came up. Um, yeah. Sometimes you're like, shucks, I shouldn't have got off those yeah. numbers. But I've been told by several programmers that it's a it's all pre-programmed. Um, and the line games and poker, they, they're... You know, they're all pre-programmed and they have to pay. Yeah. That's, they're mandated. So if you switch the numbers, you don't have to beat yourself up. Say if you have all, go down the six column. And right. And then you switch it and then you see the sixes all would have hit. They might not have hit. No, they probably would have hit. Oh, they probably would have hit. They huh? probably would have hit Jeez. because you were on them and yeah. they would have came up. It's so, how so you, I understand So you're best it. to stick with your numbers. That's how I understand that's, that's it. But I could be challenged on yeah. that a lot. Um, but that's how I understand. Stick with your numbers and, um, you know, um, and be be consistent yeah. on Kino. That's what my grandma used to do. She always go down the right-hand column and play the go push mm-hmm. six of them down and that's what she'd always play mm-hmm. so i every once in a while when i if i do put a dollar or five bucks in the machine somewhere i always play my grandma's oh, numbers that's great <laughs> has won me any money though yeah no. <laughs> but it makes me think of my grandma it does yeah yes, which is yeah in her memory cool. yeah which yeah which is what you wanted which which is what you want to be. i mean when you're in the past that's what you want you want people to think about mm-hmm. you from time to time right yes you know? yes that's so um now, you, you said you used to walk here after school. Where did you go to school? Over at East. Uh-huh. And then I went to Whittier School. Um, when I was in grade school, I'd go to Whittier and walk over and help Grandma in her garden. Hmm. And um, sit at the bar. We, we could sit at the bar and uh-huh. customers would talk to us and... <laughs> We'd get some candy out of the candy case, and we thought we were pretty important. Yeah. You know, it was good, good memories. Yeah. And now, till this day, we have neighborhood kids come in, and we'd like to, we have candy bars here and different things that we'd like to give to them. So they have a good memory, too. Yeah. Of coming in the local casino and bar. Yeah. Well, you must have been the hit from all your friends because you got to go right into a bar as a Whittier School student and East Middle School student. Or East Junior High School, I guess. We were were old enough that it was East Junior High when we were. It was, (laughs) yep, East Junior High. Yeah. Yep, my friends would come with me and they thought it was a pretty cool experience. And there were pinball machines out there and we'd play pinball and pool and um, just, you know, and then... Go upstairs, grandma would make dinner because my grandpa would always work during the day. 
And then grandma would come down at six o'clock to relieve him. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So it was just those two just running the, two the bar. Mm-hmm. So that, that they never got a lot of time to spend together then. No, they worked opposite shifts. Yeah. And they were working the bars and bartending the whole time mm-hmm. and everything. Yep, it was one big open bar. Yeah. That seems like it. Uh, I always wanted to be like Sam Malone. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know I, I, when there was a bar for sale one time, I told my wife, we should, we should buy that. She said, you're crazy. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not having any part of that. Of course, plus with my history, I, you know, I used to drink a ton. I haven't drank in almost 16 years. Oh, good. So, so uh, probably wouldn't have been the best move for me to, to, right? to be behind the bar, but every every night but that always seemed like a pretty good good way to make a living you know we often refer to ourselves as cheers yeah as a tv show where everybody knows your name yeah um it's just a real family atmosphere where we we know who comes in here and um they come in and... You probably know when someone doesn't come and when the sound we, alarms, right? We do, yeah. yeah. We were on the phone calling them yeah. to see how they're doing. Um, you know, you, you have a relationship with these people. And um, my team is really close to the customers here that come in. But you get attached to yeah. them really easily. Yeah. How many people work for you? Here. We have five. Five, mm-hmm. and it's been consistent crew for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which that probably makes a difference when your people want to come spend time in the casino. You want mm-hmm. people who know you. You know, a lot of places, you go, you you know, restaurants or whatever. You mm-hmm. go, you don't see the same person working twice a lot of times. Right. We have no turnover. Yeah. No turnover, and I have a. It's nice because I have a list of people that say, if you ever get an opening, think of me. Oh really? Um, you know, but the whole idea of that is to treat your employees like they're your customer um go out of your way for your team do everything you can for your team because they're the ones that are the lifeline between you and the customer they they decide they're they're the ones working hard out there so I have the utmost respect for my crew. Yeah. They're very loyal. Um, we don't have problems with people calling in. Um, they just come to work. They're happy. They have fun. And it's a really, it, it's a good formula. You know, yeah. treat everybody how you want to be treated. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's the golden rule, right? It's a golden rule <laughs> yeah. and really works. Yeah. Did you, when you were younger, did you think you'd end up uh, having a, a bar in a casino and, no. and being in charge of it? No. <laughs> no. Um, I never thought that I would be the owner of this casino. Um, I I didn't know what I was going to do, but I didn't. I. It really warms my heart that it's still in our family, and I'm third generation. Yeah. And um, we're able to do good in this economy where we're located. Um, most people have problems getting people to work. Like I said before, our people yeah. come to work. We don't have those kinds of problems. Um, everything, you know, it's, it's all good. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's doing good now, but I can't imagine three years ago, 
business was very good when we had COVID. COVID, it kind of mm-hmm. shut everything down. How mm-hmm. did how did you guys survive COVID? You know, um, we closed her up, and I remember staying closed even one month extra than when we could reopen. Yeah. Um, made sure that my people got unemployment, and then um, I tried to help them um, throughout the month so they could still count on what they normally would get. Um, But we all stuck together. We stuck together and knew it was temporary, just took one day at a time, and didn't open until way after a month where we could have opened. And we opened and followed all the guidelines that we had to do. We just got her done. Yeah, which there was a lot they had to do you know because it wasn't just and of course people wanted to have to wear masks inside mm-hmm. when you open up and it was it, i'm so glad we're past that time now mm-hmm. i remember talking about time machines going back in time i remember at that time thinking i want to take a time machine and go ahead three four years it wasn't any crap. fun no fun yeah. going through that a business you know we're lucky we survived it yeah, a lot of them didn't no they yeah. didn't and we're lucky that we did um you know, it was slow. Um, it was a different time for us, but, you know, you just kind of went with it, you yeah. know, and disinfected everything and wore masks and anybody coughing, you kind of had to have a talk to say, <laughs> don't, you know, we yeah. can't have you coughing in there here. There was nothing more offensive than someone start coughing back right? in the public right? in those days. I know. Get a phone call. <laughs> So-and-so's coughing. What should yeah. I do? Yeah, you'd be you know? It's worse than you know, saying some bad, unsayable words. You right, know? <laughs> right. Coughing, yeah. It was a tough time for the team, but they really, they really did a good job overcoming mm. it. And everybody came back, um, cleaned the building, and just did business differently than what we knew yeah we had to change with it did all the customers did they all they came back eventually after eventually yeah eventually not at the beginning um you know you know there wasn't a lot of traffic people weren't going out yeah but eventually we built back up yeah was it hard to keep were you close to having to close or is it hard to keep the doors open when you know the financial hit had to be huge. Right. It was huge. Yeah. It was huge. And luckily, we survived it. Um, but, you know, there were some really dark times, some yeah. slow, slow times. And we just took it one day at a time, thought positive that everything's going to work itself out, and it did. Yeah. It came back, you know. Yeah. And then people eventually wanted to get out. Then they got all that stimulus money, and that helped build it back up. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. They, they spent their twelve hundred dollars checks. They, they used some of it to, go, to try to make it to double those twelve hundred dollars checks. Right, huh? trying to make, <laughs> trying to get more. Yeah. So, and some of them did. Yeah. You know. Which was kind of what it was for. Mm-hmm. You know, stimulate to go do stuff, mm-hmm. buy things, but you know. Yeah. Go to restaurants and everything. Right. Because the, the restaurant and, and bar industries, they really took it on the chin. Right. Gaming is interesting. You know, you sit and you have that machine. And when you're a player, you take a time out. 
Like all my people are called timeout specialists. Oh, yeah. Because when you're at a machine, you just focus and you just kind of forget about your issues and your problems. And you take a timeout and just relax. Yeah. Relax and, and play and just, you know, have a break. Yeah. You know, casinos are good to take a break. Yeah. And regroup. Casa Grande Steakhouse serves steak and so much more. You cannot beat their seasoned, hand-cut Rocky Mountain ground beef. But did you know about their menu filled with made-to-order pastas, chicken sautés, mouth-watering seafood, appetizers, enticing desserts, or their most recent addition, sushi? Thursday nights are sushi nights at Casa Grande's, where you will be welcomed as a part of the family. Casa Grande's can also handle all your catering needs with style, class, and a taste that cannot be beat. Visit Casa Grande Steakhouse inside the historic Bertoglio Warehouse at 801 South Utah Avenue in Uptown Butte. Call 406-723-4141 for reservations. Check out their menu at casagrandesteakhouse.com. Casa Grande Steakhouse, eat where the locals eat. Shop where the champions shop at Dig City Supply. The fan gear headquarters for all things Montana Tech is right across the street from the Uptown Parking Garage on Park Street. Not only can you get your Charlie Ordigger fix, but we carry the area's largest selection of Montana and Montana State apparel, as well as Butte High, Butte Central, and all the elementary school gear. Dig City is also home to the exclusive licensed Butte Icon shirt collection. We partnered with cherished Butte institutions to offer one-of-a-kind graphic tees from places like the Silverbow Drive-In, Beef Trail Ski Area, Bonanza Freeze, and our brand new Evil Knievel designs. Head uptown to Park Street and check out Dig City Supply and find us online at digcitysupply.com. Is your house too cold or is it too hot? Either way, Lockmer Sheet Metal is here to help. With more than 40 years of experience in the heating, ventilation, and air conditioning trade, Lockmer Sheet Metal strives to bring quality service and knowledgeable work to help with your HVAC projects or needs. Lockmer Sheet Metal offers repair services for all forced air, central air systems, installation of new HVAC systems, service contracts for maintenance and service, all residential and commercial applications, fabrication of sheet metal for all types of projects and ventilation and exhaust systems, as well as commercial heating and cooling. Call 406-782-2224 or visit LockmerSheetMetal.com to warm up or cool down with Lockmer Sheet Metal, your local dealer for train heating, cooling, air handling, and ventilation products. Remember Lockmer Sheet Metal for all your home heating and cooling needs. Lone Peak Physical Therapy is your premier privately owned physical therapy, occupational therapy, certified hand therapy, pelvic health, and personal training facility located right here in beautiful Butte, Montana. With over 21 years of experience, our team here at Lone Peak is hyper-focused on you, your goals, and finding a way to help you get better, faster. We provide one-on-one -on -one care with the highest quality specialized services. Are you tired of dealing with your low back pain, arthritis, carpal tunnel, neck pain, headaches, and shoulder pain? Did you just have a recent surgery? Do you struggle with feeling off balance or do you get dizzy during your day? How about a custom splint built for your hand and wrist? Did you recently have a baby and now your body feels tremendously foreign to you? Look no further. We are here for you and ready to help you move better and feel better every step of the way. You do not need a doctor's referral to come in and see us. We accept health insurance and also offer comprehensive self-pay options. 
don't settle for mediocre healthcare. Your journey to living better and getting back to doing what you love can start today. Give us a call at 406-494-7050 or visit our website at LonePeakPT.com to speak to an expert now. Yeah, I n- I've never really, because I said I don't ever spend a lot of time at a casino. I, I have the tendency to go a little too far with everything. So like I, I wrote a column a few weeks ago about placing bets at the deluxe. Mm-hmm. You know, the $10 bets on the football games was fine when it was $10. The next mm-hmm. thing you know, you're running down and throwing another 20 down and another right. 40. You're trying to chase bad money after bad mm-hmm. money, you know, which, which is a way different thing than sitting mm-hmm. at a casino and having a, mm-hmm. having a drink and, and playing the machines. It's you know, a lot different. There is that, you know, and we don't want those kinds of customers yeah. that come in, lose everything they have. We yeah. we don't like that at all. No. You know, um, we want everybody to have a good time. But unfortunately, there are those handful of customers that come in and they lose and they're going to come back the next day and try their luck again. Yeah. But sometimes, you know... When it just doesn't happen, yeah, you know, I'm, it's the nature of the game, right? It's the nature yeah. of the game. When you need to win, sometimes it just doesn't happen. Yeah, you know, the main thing is just to gamble responsibly, and okay. have a good time, and know what your limits are. Yeah, and I love that you said that you have the timeout specialists that mm-hmm. might help into that. Right, that regard. right. They're counselors for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and they're people that they probably know and trust too, because you had the same mm-hmm. staff for so many years. Yep, yep. They know, they know all the customers, and they mm. have good relationships with them. And um, so it's a real special business, you yeah. know. A lot of people come in here; they have nowhere to go. Um, they eat lunch. And they visit with everybody coming in here. It's like a cheers atmosphere. And that's their sociability for the whole day. Yeah. They don't get out and socialize. This is it. Which is good for you to get to do that. Yeah. Yeah. To have a family atmosphere like that. Yeah. You know, because some people might not not have that at home. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, makes it a great place then. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you, uh, so what did you do before you got into the, to the I, bar business? I lived in Utah and worked at Nordstrom and um, was a buyer for them for quite a few years and worked in human resources. Oh. So Nordstrom is known for their customer service. Yeah. Um, and um, that's where I learned how to give yeah. good service. Working there. Working at Nordstrom. Mm-hmm. Where at in Utah did you live? In Salt Lake? Mm-hmm. Really? In Ogden, the Ogden area, and then Salt Lake, Bountiful. Yeah. Did you yeah. like it down there? I did. Yeah, I did like it. I met lots of people, and they were really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a big, uh, that's a big area. The traffic's mm-hmm. a little bit different than uh, right? Than here, but it's not too bad. Right. Depends. Uh, depends on the fog rolls in or not. Mm-hmm. My dad would tell my dad would tell horror stories of driving through Salt Lake with the fog. Mm-hmm. But because uh, when he used to drive down to to Vegas to, yeah. to sign the books back when he was looking for work mm-hmm. back in the eighties, he said driving through Salt Lake was sometimes the worst. Mm-hmm. But I've never seen that. Yeah. But uh, so, what was it that about you that your mom wanted you to come back and help her? You know, she was sick at the time. Uh-huh. She had lots of health problems. 
and she wanted me to be involved in the casino. Mm. And so um, I was really close to my mother. And um, at the time, I said to my husband, we just got to go. We got to move back to Butte. And we did. And um, I was a total misfit because (laughs) I didn't understand um, casinos. Um, I did to play in them, but business was different here than it was at Nordstrom. So um, you go from a total professional environment yeah. to people passing around jokes. <laughs> and, you know, it, it was an adjustment. Was it tough? Mm-hmm. Tough to take you a while to fit in? Yeah, it took me a while to fit in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But your, your mom must have, there must be something about, not, obviously you're close to your mom, but your mom must have knew that you had the skills to, yeah. to take over too. Yeah. Um, well, I had done pretty good in Utah. I learned a lot. I was in a corporate office when I was 18. I worked at Flying J, or Husky House out in Rockford. Then it became oh, yeah. Flying J. I remember the Husky House. Remember though, Husky yeah. House? And then it became Flying J. And then um, I went and became a trainer with them and traveled around the United States. Wow. And opened up Flying Chase. Back when I was 18. You were 18 and you So that was my college. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Going around, opening up flying J's. Wow. I just remember I got to travel on an airplane and I was happy. (laughs) Was that a lot of fun that you're Mm -hmm. kind of pretty free to go wherever you Mm -hmm. wanted and do everything? So just out of of high school. And Mm -hmm. you went to Butte High, right? Mm Mm-hmm. What year did you graduate? 85. 85? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, that was... Yeah. So good times at Butte High. Good times at Butte High. That's right. But you know, I was working, like I said, at Husky. It became Flying J, and I didn't really know. I was saving money to go to school, and this opportunity came up. So they moved me from Butte to Utah, and I was based out of Flying J's corporate office in Brigham City, mm-hmm. and. Then I went from Flying J to Nordstrom. And so I had some pretty fun positions yeah. back in the day. And did you ever go to college or was it just nope. all on the job training? All on the job, yeah. all experience. Which is kind of ideal, right? Yeah, it was ideal. Might not look as good on a resume for a random job, but right. having that experience mm-hmm. from a young age. What was it that... When I was 18, I, I couldn't be trusted to tie my own shoes, you know, do I, how did you have that kind of responsibility? I, I don't and, and know. Up to it? I don't know. But <laughs> I still don't have that kind of responsibility. I, <laughs> I had a good role or good role models. They trusted me. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I just thought I was going to open up a restaurant, <laughs> but they didn't send me back. They just said, we're going to move you down here. And I just... I always loved customer service and yeah. serving people. Um, and then I had some amazing, amazing mentors that took me under their wing. Mm-hmm. And I just replicated what they would do. I wanted yeah. to learn from them. But they took a risk for sure. They took a chance. Yeah, they paid off for both. <laughs> yeah, both ways. paid off. Yeah, 
it was a, it's a good story. Yeah. Was it was it a tough decision for you to, to leave Nordstrom's to, to come back to Butte? You know, with your mom? It, it was because I loved Nordstrom hmm. and um, it was it was real. Um, it was. You know, I lived in Utah, fast paced city. But at the end of the day, I wanted to be there for my mother. Yeah. I wanted to come home and do what needed to be done so I could help her. Yeah. She probably hated you living so far away. Yeah. Yeah. Which it's, it's what, about a six-hour, five, six-hour six hour drive? Six-hour drive, yeah. She'd come to Utah, then drive to Wendover all the time. Oh, did she? So mm-hmm. she, she was always about to gamble mm-hmm. then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How far away is Windover from Salt Lake? Is Two and a half hours. Okay, that's. Mm-hmm. Almost, I've never Not been too there. Far. Heard some really good things. Yeah. Yeah, because they have shuttles from the airport in Salt Lake. I think. Yeah, over to that Wendover. will come take you. They used yeah. to have a plane ride out of Butte that yeah. you could hop on the plane and go to Windover straight from Butte, direct flight. Right there. Huh? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, those were some fun trips. Yeah. What was the games that your mom played? Did she was she Keno? Keno, Keno, all the way, an eight spot. Oh yeah. Eight spot. She'd play all the ones on the left hand side. Just went right down. Mm-hmm. Opposite side of my grandma. Mm-hmm. Opposite <laughs> side. Yep. She'd go right down the left side and stick to the ones. Then she'd get on the twos and she'd call them trusty twos <laughs> or trusty twos. That's awesome. <laughs> but she was a Keno player, eight spot max bat. Yeah, that's a, mm-hmm. she, she was she was all business then when she yep. played. Did, yep. she, did she play still after she opened up the casino here? Did she still play a lot? She did. She played. Um, she went to Vegas a lot and patronized the different casinos around here. Mm-hmm. Never played. We went and play in our own casino. Yeah. Because people think you know what machines are going to hit, even though you don't have a clue. Yeah. Um, yeah, you have to but be never did, genius, computer genius mm-hmm. to figure that out, right? Yeah, never did that, um, but patronized plenty of them around yeah. Butte. Well, that's what the old saying is, if you own a bar, you don't want to drink in your own bar, right? Right, you don't want to drink in Same your own bar. Same kind of deal, Same. You don't, don't gamble in your own bar, your own casino. That's right. So she went around and played at the different different spots around mm-hmm. town? Where did mm-hmm. she Where did she go? Where did she like? She used, Just all of them? She used to go to Lysaks a lot. Um she used to go um, to the different Lucky Lils. Oh, yeah. And um, just different places. She would go to kind of the littler casinos, and you'd find her there every night. Um, she'd be off playing at a casino. Yeah. hmm <laughs> <laughs> And, of course, she probably brought stuff that worked other places. Like when she goes to the Vegas or Wendover, mm-hmm. stuff that she likes as a player, mm-hmm. she kind of bring that and incorporate it into Crazy Carols. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she would. She would take bits and pieces of things that she would see out there and do, and bring them back yeah. here. Yeah, and she was such a she was such a well known character mm-hmm. in town. As mm-hmm. you said, you know, she, you knew she was in the room. Mm-hmm. Were, that, were those tough shoes for you to step in and try to feel? Because very, you very no, tough. No one's calling you crazy. No, no. <laughs> um, they call me Junior, Crazy Junior. Oh, do they, Crazy Junior? Um, but um, you know, I'm a little bit more reserved than my mother. You know, like yeah. um, more passive. So. Um, 
Yeah, it was it was hard um, having expectations. Don't want to disappoint mom. Yeah. You know, want to keep everything going. And we did. Like I said, she had two casinos at the time. And they both, we kept them running. And I just learned everything from her and from the, the team that worked at the time. Yeah. They taught me a lot. And, yeah, is there many of the team left? Um, no. Um, they're all retired yeah. or they passed away. But um, that's what's hard um, is through the years, I mean, we're, we're three plus decades of the casino being open, 32 years. And, you know, we've had our core people who opened the casino. I call them the veterans, the yeah. core bunch of people. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think of the Shirley Bur Burbies and the Bev Pomeroy's and Brenda Hip, um, everybody that used to work here. Oh, look, there's another one. Your favorite tavern, neighborhood gas station, and video stores have all been turned into the same thing, a casino. At Crazy Carol's, we've been doing things the right way for more than three decades. So let me introduce myself. I'm Deb Dinius, the manager of Crazy Carol's Casino Mill Bar, where you'll always find fun in motion and service that sets us apart. Take a trip off the beaten path. Come on over to the hood. We're located on the corner of Walnut and Hayes, where you'll find the big red barn just off the shores of beautiful Lake Berkeley. And don't forget, Bucko the Horse is available for photos. At Crazy Carol's Casino and Mill Bar, we're still so grievous after all these years. Thank you, Butte. Everybody knows the place to go. Crazy Carol's Casino and Mill Bar. 5518 Designs is your Montana lifestyle apparel headquarters in Uptown Butte. We're gearing up to launch all of our brand new designs for the summer. All our designs are created in-house, actually in the cabin that we have in the back of the store, and they're meant to get you psyched about all your summer adventures. Whether it's biking, hiking, floating, festivaling, or just chilling lakeside, we've got the tees, hats, hoodies, and gifts that everyone is sure to love. And we haven't even mentioned our unique line of Butte gear, but we'll save that for another commercial. In the meantime, stop into 5518 Designs at 27 North Main Street in Uptown Butte and shop online at shop5518.com. Are you looking for somewhere to watch your favorite teams play or just somewhere to meet your friends? Or are you looking for a place to hold your big celebration or cater your private event? Look no further than Metal Sports Bar and Grill. They can do it all. With their 31 big screen televisions, you will not miss a second of action and a full menu of cooked to perfection favorites is sure to please. Try the Vault Burger, raise fingers, or one of Chef T's specialty items. Or just enjoy a drink and some friendly company with Dave and the staff as you take in the action at Metal Sports Bar and Grill. Metal Sports Bar and Grill is located on the corner of Park and Main in historic Uptown Butte. Stop by today or check out their menu at metalsportsbarandgrill.com. Metal Sports Bar and Grill, where the food is the star. There's no story so good that a drink from Park Street Liquors won't make it better. From the finest whiskeys and regional spirits to the latest RTDs and select wines, Park Street Liquors has all the ingredients to make your parties and stories legendary. Park Street Liquors can also assist with your corporate event or wedding by helping create and plan your wine and spirits menus. You name it and Park Street Liquors has it. 
stop by and see Tom and the crew at 133 West Park Street or call 406-782-6278. Make your stories legendary. Visiting your neighborhood Thriftway Superstops was already your favorite stop of the day. Now, it is even better. Join the brand new Thriftway Loyalty Club to rack up big discounts, earn free stuff, and receive more TLC with every visit. Download the TLC app and take advantage of great deals on pizza, grab-and-go favorites, fresh brewed coffee, cool fountain drinks, and much, much more at your neighborhood Thriftway Superstops. Loyalty Club members also save 5 cents per gallon off top-tier conical fuel every single day. Plus, earn points at the pump and in the store. You told me, which is kind of sad, you, you told me that you guys are going, it seems like you're going to funerals all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, it's sad, but it's a good thing in a way, too, because you're that close to your customers. Right, You know, right. that, that you're, you're going to their funerals and you're grieving their loss. Right. You know, as, as people, not just someone sitting at a machine. You know, right, because they they're come, yeah, you're part I of mean, your family. I guess, one so. of our patrons, um, Ray Gransbury, came in when I was, you know, four or five years old, and he just passed away a few mm-hmm. months ago. And you know, you you build relationships with these people. You come in in this memory book. All these people have passed on. This memory book was done in 2003, and all the people in it, um, most of them have passed on. Yeah. You know, um, but, you know, we still remember and commemorate their, their, how they used to be here yeah. at the casino, their legacies keeps and everything alive. keeps yeah. their memory alive. That's right. That's important to us. Yeah. And so we we have a few that are still out there. Um, Ann Nelson's ninety three. Um, Shirley Burby used to work here. They still come to our Christmas parties. Oh really? Mm hmm. That's awesome. Yep. Yep, we include them in any function we have just because they're going to always be part of this place. Yeah. You must have the best Christmas parties here, right? We used to. Yeah. We used to have we used to have amazing Christmas parties here. We'd close down the place and everybody would come with their significant other spouses and have a good time. Yeah. Now we head to Casa Grandas. Oh, which is a great place right? to too. Yeah. Great place. So we go there every year and they do a really, really good job yeah. for us. Yeah. I think that's cool the way you guys support the local businesses yes. around. Like today you had uh, tacos. Mm-hmm. From El Taco. Yeah. And, uh, I know if you had uh, different places every day, you have something. That, that's pretty good that they you stick together because when you got a business in town, mm-hmm. I mean, really, you 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 want the other businesses to, to succeed because you know we're kind of all in it together. Yeah. You know. It's, yeah. It, even though, even though it's uh, you're not necessarily you're you're necessarily tied to them, you know, in your bankroll or anything, but but still, I mean, without without other businesses in town, you know, all businesses can mm-hmm. go away, you know. They can. And, you know, you really got to scratch each other's back. Yeah. You know, take care of the little guy. And um, we we try to, you know, um, we get pasties. Um, 
we do pizza from Silver Bowl. Um, there's just, you know, different different yeah. places in town that we bring lunch in every day at 12. And yeah. Is it a schedule or do you just kind of decide day to day? Deb. Deb schedules it. Does. Um, yeah, for the week. She schedules a week at a mm-hmm. time and plans yeah. it all out. Yeah. So it's not the same day. You don't know pizza on Tuesdays and tacos and whatever. It's just... it's Yeah, it's something different something. every day. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Do you get a lot of people coming just for that? You know, we we have our um, loyal customers that come in. That, yeah, they'll come in for lunch, play a while on the machine, try their luck, and it works out really good. Um, you know, um, they get lunch and they're happy. Yeah. And, um, you know, when we don't have food here, we always have tombstone pizzas that we cook for the customers. Oh, really? They love tombstone oh, pizzas. tombstones are good pizzas. Yeah, yeah, they're good in the pizza oven. Yeah. Yeah, so we throw out, throw out tombstone pizzas every now and again. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So there's always something then anyway. Mm-hmm. No, you're not gonna you're not gonna die of starvation no. while you're playing some uh, machines at Crazy Carols. No, keep them full. Keep everybody <laughs> full and happy. Yeah. Now, how about uh, your family? You're doing pretty good now. Uh, you told me you had your back's been bugging you, so you're, you're same yeah. same as me. I my back's been killing me. That this getting old business is not for no, it's, not for weaklings. I no. Guess. But I was reading a story on newspapers.com when I found that. You had, your son was born, like, way premature. Yep, Jonathan. Yeah. Um, he's my 21-year-old. He's 21 now. He was only one pound, five ounces. Wow. And um, we were light-flighted up to Great Falls. And um, luckily, he was born that day. He, he wasn't getting any nutrition. Yeah. And so they kept him only 67 days. He came home at three pounds, nine ounces. And now you'd never know it. He's a big, stocky kid. No, is he really? He's a big Mm -hmm. guy, huh? Yeah. Good. Yeah. So he's doing really good, too. He'll probably take over one day. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. He's still around town? Yeah. And you have two boys, right? Uh Uh-huh. My other son, Jackson, um, he's a police officer here in town. And he's doing really good. I've got three grandkids. Nice. So he's got three kids. Yep. Keep you pretty busy then, mm-hmm. too, huh? Yep. You don't spoil them at all. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> None so, of that going on. Yeah, that's, that's a grandma grandma's job, right? Right, absolutely. Yeah. My number one job. How long has your boy been a, a police officer, Tell. You know, just this past year. So he's not new to law enforcement. He was a probation officer. Yeah. But he's new to um, the Butte Police Department. Yeah. Um, but he really likes it. He likes serving the community. Yeah. Does he come here in uniform ever? Um, for lunch or anything? You know, <laughs> we don't see him too often. Yeah. No, not too often. Yeah. He's always out patrolling. Yeah. It's not like uh, Cliff Clavin coming in with his right? uh, uniform on. Right. <laughs> yeah. You, well, you could probably don't get the mailman. They, can, they can't do that anymore. There was a day when they could come in for a while and stop, right, but now they got, they got GPS right. trackers on. We them. used to have the UPS driver, and everybody stopped for lunch. Yeah. Yeah, everybody would take their lunch break here <laughs> back yeah. in the day. Yeah, now they, they, they have to be moving constantly. Right. 
Right. It's kind of rough. So It's not like it used to be. No. Life was so much more simpler. People really took time yeah. to see how everybody was doing. Yeah, and for sure. You know, it was different before we had the phones. Yeah, I think phones ruined everything. Yeah. I, I, wish, I wish I could go back. I'd really like to go back to a time when there was no internet, no, mm-hmm. no phones. Wouldn't of course, that be and amazing? even though I make my living on the internet, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. still, it's still, you know, I, I, I long for the days of the newspaper when, when you, something would break, a story, something would happen. And I worked at the newspaper. I just had to write a story for that night and tell people the next morning. Mm-hmm. Now, you got to tell them right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right. and it, it changed it's everything. It's immediately. Yeah, and uh, that led to a lot of stress for me when I was working at Butte Sports. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> so now I'm a little more laid back. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, times definitely have changed. They really have. They really mm-hmm. have. Um, back then, everybody took time, and we like to keep that nostalgia here yeah. that... You know, we were able to capture some of yesterday just by having the atmosphere yeah. we have. And everybody knows everybody here. And, you know, so we're trying to keep it simple. Yeah. Do you have a lot of customers without phones? No. It's, it's, there's not the, the old, remember the old bartender dancer? Okay, who's not here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. everybody raised their arms. Right. Because they weren't, weren't here, but... Uh, yeah, not now. We've all got the leashes, so everyone knows where we're at. Yep, yep. We see people with the phones all the time. Now you just want them to check in. Yeah. And um, so it's part of how we live these days. <laughs> yeah. They're kind of our lifeline. They sure are. <laughs> so how do you? Uh, what's the future like? Look like for you here? You guys, you guys are doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I think it looks really good. You know, mm. um, we're. Just taking it day by day and doing the next right thing. Yeah. And working really hard. Um, you know, we were open um, seven days a week. And we we are just expecting that we're going to be here for for a long, long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are already talking about your son someday taking yeah, over. Yeah, right. Which uh, and your mom, what she was only about 70, 71 when she passed away. Wasn't yeah, she? She was seventy one. Yeah. And uh, so when you make decisions, when you do everything, do you always every yeah. every thought's got to be what, what would my mom think or what mm-hmm. would she say? I think about that a lot. Yeah. Like, how would my mother do this? Yeah. What would she say? Or, you know, I would just love to see my grandparents here. They'd be blown away. They'd love They'd it. They'd be huh? blown away. They would love it to know that that same bar. Yeah. With the same cash register, the same it's the same register. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it still resides today, you know. Um I just and and I know that they're here. They're yeah. here in spirit. Um you know, and um I think I think they're they're looking down on us. And my mom's here too. Yeah. I can feel her. Yeah. Yeah. And your grandparents, what, they passed away like in the 80s, 90s? The 80s. Yeah. Uh-huh. 86 for my grandmother and 81 for my grandpa. Yeah. And then your mom took over the bar mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. after they passed? Yep. She sure did. Did she grow up upstairs too then? She... No. She grew up in Elk Park. She did grow up in Elk Park. Okay. Mm-hmm. She never moved. So, mm-mm. She no. Was, she was, they, they, they already had moved here. They had already yeah, moved after, here. She, she was already yeah. moved on. 
Yeah, Elk Park. Uh, I, I, I just think elk people in Elk Park have to be a little bit tougher. Yeah. To survive up they there. They will have a dairy farm and yeah. working on the ranch. Um, they work harder than than I ever will. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, there's no days off for sure when no. you're a dairy farmer. No days off. Grandma and Grandpa worked really hard. Yeah. Yeah, and then you think they'd love it here now, that's all. I do. I think I think they would love the team and to know that our team is carrying on their legacy. I think they'd be so, so proud yeah. of the team. Yeah, and, and it is it is good to see these businesses like that. You know, I, I remember remember the candy stores as kids. Oh, right. There's no candy right. stores now. Every I neighborhood know. had a candy store. You go I in. I know. A little mom yeah. and pop. Yeah, and they're all they're all running out of business by I the know. big store. Of course, and then the big stores that ran them out of business get run out of business by mm-hmm. the bigger stores now. Mm-hmm. You know, and then on, and Amazon and it's, everything. It's but, sad. It's so sad because, you know, old-fashioned service is hard to find yeah. where people really, really care and you're not a number. You mean something. Yeah. And make a difference. And those stores, when you went in there, they knew who you were. Yeah. Well, they kept the the grocery stores, kept people going. You know, you mm-hmm. they, when there'd be a st- strike at the mine, mm-hmm. you know, they they'd let the the miners, you know, have credit. Mm-hmm. at the store and then they pay them back when they could and right. probably a lot of them never paid them all the way back probably not but uh, really the small town the small neighborhood grocery stores were what kept the city alive a they lot of did years. they did they were the hallmark yeah and the neighborhood uh neighborhood bars you hate to see that they, there's not as many as there used to be Mm-mm. You know, no and this uh and you're the only one in the in the area here right there the only one yeah well we have McGrath's down, down okay. the street, and I'm, then yeah, I guess my geography is not not exactly. Yeah, I'm, as I said, I'm a hill kid, not a not a flat, not a flat kid. But there's <laughs> Christina's and McGrath's has been here, and yeah. then yeah, the Alpine was open, but they're no longer open. The yeah. Alpine over on Continental. Yeah. So we're we're at we're yeah, pretty. Nancy's Pasties is was right around here mm-hmm. too, and it's no longer. Now they opened a pat. Now they're in business. Oh, they open up yeah. again. Yeah, um, they've got pasties. We've gotten some of them. They're very, very good. Is, are they the same as Nancy's? Mm-hmm. Really, mm-hmm. pretty good. Huh? Very good. That's good to hear. Mm-hmm. I have to try that. Check yeah. That out. <laughs> well, anything else we should know about the? You um, know, we this? just want to shout out to everybody that we appreciate. All of our loyal customers, if you haven't been in here, just come by. Come by. Let us buy you a beer. Um, kind of just see what this building is all about um, because it's really a special place. It's been here for a long, long time. Yeah. And my team would love to meet you. So we invite everybody over. Yeah. The more the better, right? The more the better. That's right. We're having a party. <laughs> party in the neighborhood. In uh, the big red barn. The big red barn. That is that is a pretty pretty nice touch. The horse sticking out the window and everything. Yeah. Yep. Pretty nice touch. I know. Everybody loves our horse. <laughs> All right. Well, Gina, I appreciate your time. Well, thank you so much, Bill. I appreciate right. your time. This was fun.
All right, well, we'll have to do it again one of these days down the road. Okay, sounds good. All right, thank you. Thank you. Proud to be from you, America, USA.